Gemara Ketubot, Daf Ayin Bet, Masechet dedicated by Elia Chachar on his wife Esther, Aslaha, Lechol Bene Bishbato. Amen. We begin the Mishnah on Ayin Aleph, Amud Bet, which is right in the middle of the Amud. Hamadir et Tishtop, Shelot Elech Lebet Abiha. So he uh, made a neder that his wife should not go to her father's house. Bizman. Shehu, uh, as long as you know he's uh, he's alive, or bizman shehu imabair, as long as they're living in the same uh, city. Therefore, uh, he can't really make such a long uh, type of uh, neder because they're really in the same city, and uh, you know she wants to go visit her father. So the Gemara Mishnah says ad chodesh ehad. So the maximum for such a neder is a month yekayim, and she doesn't have to divorce her. No, she could live like that for a month. Yekayim means the marriage is Yekayim, and you don't have to give her a divorce. However, Shinayim, once you get to two months, or more than a month, we'll say, Yotzi. Then already, that's, uh, she can't live like that, and therefore Yotzi, you have to give her a get, and of course she gets a Ketubah, as the Mishnah says, V'yiten Ketubah. When the father is in a, a, a different city, and therefore, she doesn't really go that often because he lives in a different city, uh, but she does visit on the holidays. So the deen is, regel echad yekayim. And if he just forbids her to go for one regel, for one holiday, so then, okay, he can stay married with her. However, shiloshah, but if he gets the three holidays, then already you'll see v'yiten ketubah. Okay, what about two? And the I will ask that question. But the point is, uh, once it's three holidays, immediately has to give her a get, and she gets the ketuvah. So he makes a neder on his wife. She cannot go to the house of mourning to make nihum avelim. Or she cannot go to the wedding, to the sauda of nisuin. Now that's a bad thing. Right away. She's released, get, and she gets ketuvah mepneh shenoel befaneha. He's locking the door. Which door exactly he's locking, we're going to see in the Gemara. What, what door? So she doesn't have to go to a wedding. So she doesn't go to a, to, 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 to a morning house. The Gemara will say that that affects her adversely. And if the reason why he doesn't want it to go to the Bet Evel or to the Bet Tamishteh is for a different reason, which we'll see what Dabar Ahed means, Rashai, then it's permissible and he's not obligated to, uh, to uh, divorce him, which is if he has a good excuse, we'll see what that excuse is in the Gemara. Amar la, if the Baal told the wife when he made the neder, al tumri leploni ma she'amart li. So, al uh, I want you to tell so-and-so what you told me about him. I want you to go tell so-and-so. Or, what I said about him, I want you to go tell. Obviously, it doesn't sound like these are going to be flattering things. Or, I want you to to fill up and then pour it into the garbage. We'll see exactly what we're talking about over here. But in these cases over here, they're not good. Immediately, you'll see. Divorce her and give Kitubah. Again, the Mishnah is a little vague at the end here. We will wait for the elucidation of the Gemara. Hey, the Gemara. Ha Gufa Kasha. We have a contradiction in uh, implications. Why? 
Amart, you said, Originally you said that what? That you could keep her for one regel. That was at the beginning of the Mishnah, when the Mishnah said you can't go to the father's house. And we're talking about where the father was in a different city. So he said, the father's in a different city, what's the maximum you can make the nedir for? And mikayem, one regel. So what's the diuk over there? Ha-shinayim. So Turigalim, Yotzi Vyitin, Ketuba. Sounds like Turigalim, it's already the maximum, and she gets a Ketuba. Emma Sefa, Shilosha, Yotzi Vyitin Ketuba. But the Mishnah then said, no, three she, she gets divorced with a Ketuba, implying that what Hashinaim, Yikayim. Sounds like two, he could stay. So the question is, what's two? Two is now stuck in the middle somewhere. Turigalim. Is it Yotzi or is it Yikayim? So Gabara says, typical rabbinical answer. Depends. Amar Abaye Sefa Atan lekohenet. The Sefa is talking about a kohenet with a biyudai. Remember, we learned in the previous mishnayot that the biyuda was more patient when it came to eshet uh, kohen because once you get divorced, you can't take her back. So he gave uh, he gave the neder more time just in order that you know uh, the divorce is delayed because there's no turning back. So therefore, in the mishnah at the end when it said. Three regalim divorce sounds like two regalim yikayim. That's referring to eshet kohen. Over there, we're going to say that since it's going to be given a long, longer time to be mikayim. But in the resha, where we said one regal is enough, a two regalim yotzi. That's talking about a regular Yisrael. Raba bar ula amar lakasha. Different answer. Kan berdufa. Kan b'sheena redufa. So you have two different types of. Ladies, one is called the Dufa, she's always running back and forth to her father's house, she, you know, she, to her parents' house, she, that, that's what she does. So in such a case over there, it's already one month, because already she can't handle after, after one month, she has a right to ask for a ketubah. Masha'enken, the other lady, is in a Dufa, and therefore she doesn't run that often, so therefore you can able to give her a little more time, and that's why we say it's two months, two regalim, I'm sorry, I said two months, two regalim, and uh, the third regel, then already you'd see v'yitin ketuba. As ha'iti be'enav k'moseh shalom. Over here, she's a shirim. What it means over as ha'iti be'enav k'moseh shalom. V'amar Rabbi Yohanan, k'kala shenimseh shelema bebet hamiha. So the pasuk is talking about over here that B'nai Yisrael are compared to a bride. That she is uh, happy and at peace in bet hamiha. Now, anytime you mention Bet Hamiya, that means she's living by the husband's side. I mean, she's happy. She's living by the husband's side, running back to her father's house every two seconds, her mother's house. <coughs> that shows already that she's comfortable with the Hatam. Urdufa, and she runs back only only to come along and speak the uh, praises uh, uh, in her parents' house. She speaks the praises that she's getting in her in laws, which is a nice thing. So therefore, the pasuk is saying that that's the azaiti be'inab kimoset shalom. That the bnei Israel considered the kala, and the relationship with God is going to be like a kala that's happily married that goes to her husband's house and runs home to tell her family the praises that are uh, that are taking place over there. Let's just read it a different way now. The Gemara says ishi. At that time, you're going to be called ishi, my husband. You're not going to call me Ba'ali. Ba'al. Amar Again, like a bride that's in her father-in-law's house, 
And therefore, she's not embarrassed anymore. She lives with the father-in-law in the house. So she's comfortable, as they say. And therefore, they're gonna be, she's going to call her husband Ishi. Ishi is more like an endearing Lashon But like a bride, Arusa, that's in her uh, father's house still. And therefore, there's no Ishut yet. I guess Ishut, that's where they get the word Ishut from. Ishut is uh, intimacy. But because uh, there's no intimacy, it's Bali, the owner, so to speak, or the, the master, but he's not called yet Ishi. So they were saying at the end of the time, the relationship between us and the is going to be uh, one, of, uh, one of Ishi. Midrash Rabban Shirishinim says uh, a little uh, more elaboration. The Lashon of Midrash is Shayu Kol Monim the Israel. They were. Uh, abusing, verbally abusing B'nai Israel, tormenting them, I should say. Ve'omrim lahem, imken lamma higla etchem me'arso. If Hashem loves you so much, why did he exile you from the land? Ve'lamma yachariv lemekdasho, why did he destroy the temple? V'Yisrael ayu meshivim, anu domim lebat melachim, shehalcha la'asot regel, redufim bebet aviha. We're like a, a bride that's always accustomed to go back to the father's house. And we went back to the father's house with the dufa. But at the end, we're going to go back home. They're temporary. We go back there. Why? Well, you never saw a bride leave her father's house, leave her, her, her husband's house to go home to her parents' house for a little while? Don't worry, we'll come back. The bride always comes back to, 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 to the. Uh, it's temporary. But she not stay by Beit She goes back to the husband. So she made a neder against the wife that she should not go to Beit Evel and she should not go to Beit Mishte. I understand why that's not a good thing when you refrain from going to the Beit Mishte. Why? She cannot be misameya other people. And then what's going to happen? We know how it is. You don't go to their party. She's not gonna, they're not going to come to your party. They reciprocate. And therefore, you're going to cause her that people are not going to rejoice in her simachot. However, over there, it's sa'ar. So what, what is she going to lose over there? Why, she's not going to have sa'ar over there? So you're saving her from sa'ar. Tana, because uh, what goes around comes around. The Mahar, he meta. You know, after 120, what's going to happen? She dies. The Enkubriya, Softa. And they're not going to come and eulogize and say, oh, this one never made, 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 made a call, made a visit. Never watch. He wants to have a hispan. Therefore, she's going to get hurt by that. So, therefore, uh, she, that's considered Na'ilat Delit. The Ika, the Amri, the Enkubriya, Sofna. It's even worse. They're not going to bury her. Tanya, Yara, Bimi, Romain, my Dictive. It's better to go to a bet uh, evel, to a morning house, and to a wedding. So it says, and the high, uh, the living will take it to heart. Take what to heart? When it comes to the doing chesed to the dead, You'll pay attention. What the person will pay attention to do chesed to the dead people. The safad yispiduneh. One that eulogizes others will merit to get eulogized. The kabari kabiruneh. The one that buries others will merit to be buried. The yidal yidiluneh. One that cries and causes other people to cry at the hispid. They'll do the same thing for him. The lavai 
and those that escort the body will get escorted. Teta'an yit'anunwe. And those that carry the uh, the coffin, they'll merit the same zikoyot. So therefore, you should pay a note that if you do this mitzvah, Boreolam will see to with that, the mitzvah will done to you. And simple it will be done to you because the people recognize that you did this for others, so therefore, they'll reciprocate and do it uh, to you. And if he didn't want it to go to the wedding or to the bit, even because of davar acher, he has the right. My davar acher, Amar v'yuda Mar Shmuel, Mishum bnei Adam, Perutzin shemitzuim sham. They have over there that uh, people that are uncouth and immodest men uh, that are going to be at the wedding, or you're going to have people at the bit even that hang around over there. And he doesn't want it to go there because she's uh, going to be exposed to these uh, pirutzim. So therefore he has every right to stop her from going. That's all he's talking about over here where it's, it's known, it's established that in these places there's a, you know, there's pirutzim. But if it's not uh, uh, established over there, he just, you know, concerned that maybe there's going to be pirutzim. He's not Neiman to stop her from going. Maybe he just wants to stop because he doesn't want her to go for whatever reason. So it's only where it's Hazek that there's a uh, uh, Pirutzim. V'im Amar La, look at that, so they had Pirutzim at weddings even uh, in the times of, uh, the times of, uh, in the times of Hazam. But they were talking about the men. Right. Go tell him. What, what are you worried about? They were embarrassing things. And therefore, you're putting the lady in a bad uh, situation that she has to go and, uh, you know, tell this guy uh, shameful things. Or what does he tell her? He tells her, I want you to uh, fill up and then empty it into the garbage. It sounds like take out the garbage. So therefore, what, 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 why automatically is there a get in such a situation over here? Yeah, but what's the first case? Go tell this guy what I said about him or what you told me about him. And she doesn't say, so go tell him, what's the problem? So it was either nibut peh or embarrassing, shameful things. She doesn't want to say over. And therefore, she's not obligated to say it over. She can ask for a get right there because you're shaming the, the lady. By having to repeat uh, some stranger, these, you know, private or whatever, not appropriate uh, items over there. That's Devarim Shel Kalon. Basically, go curse the guy out. Or go, go shame the guy, whatever we talked about. You can't do such a thing. And what does it mean, Hamadir et Ishto? Meaning he's making a Hamadir et Ishto to do this. What does that mean? He's going to, he's going to, he's, 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 no, he didn't Madir his wife in this case. He just told, he just commanded her. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I'm not going to, maybe you threatened, I'm not going to give you this until you go tell this guy that. Says, I don't want to be uh, threatened like this over there. No. So what is that talking about? Okay, so let him take out the garbage. What's the problem? My answer is no, I'm out of you. That's a nice way of saying something more sinister. That after B'ah, he wants her to turn over and empty the zera out of her womb in order that she doesn't get pregnant. Now that's already timaleh, and then empty into the garbage. So therefore, for that, she doesn't have, because she can say she wants children. 
And therefore, that cannot force her not to, to want to have children. I want you to fill 10 uh, buckets of water and go pour it in the garbage. So the Gabbara says, I listen to the Shemuel who says that he wants her to empty the Zerah from her womb. Why? Because uh, she wants to have children. Therefore, uh, she has a right. However, according to the bride that says empty water into the garbage, so do it. So do it. She's uh, conserving water, throw the water out. Kibra says, Amar Ababar Barhana, Marav Yohana, Shota. She looked like a crazy woman with people, the neighbors. I mean, the, the husband cannot ask the lady to do something that's going to make her look like she's insane. Why, well, you're emptying water into the garbage? What are you doing over here? So, therefore, that's a uh, bushata. Therefore, she's able to immediately ask for the get and get a ketubah. Amar Afkana, Madir Teshto, Shelo Tesh'al, Velo Tesh'il, which means don't borrow stuff and don't lend stuff. Neighbors usually do that. And basically he's telling her, neighbors come to ask for things, I don't want you to lend. And uh, uh, I don't want you to borrow things from the neighbors as well. So the Gabbara says, for example, things that are commonly borrowed. Napa, kebarad, is a sieve, the sieve, the haim, that's the grinder, vetanur, the bar of the oven, to use it. Yotzivi yitin ketuba. That's grounds for divorce. Why? Shemasi'a shemrabishkonoteha. Because the neighbor's going to come along and say, what kind of miserly woman is over here? She's, uh, she doesn't lend anything to anybody. She doesn't share. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't follow the normal uh, social uh, order of, of the neighborhood. Therefore, you can't cause her to have a bad shame. Tanya and Amechem have a brighter support. It's a madiri tishto, shelo tish'al velo tash'il napa vekebara lechaim betanun yotzi v'yiten ketubah. Same thing, mepne shemasi'a, shemra v'shchenoteha. V'chen hi. Well, let's go the other way. She nadra, she made a neder. She not going She herself made the neder. I'm not lending any money. Not lending anybody any stuff. I'm not buying from anybody. So therefore, napa v'kabra v'rechaim v'tanur v'shenot terok begadim naim lebanav. And she's not uh, going to weave nice clothes for her children in a place where they normally do that. Tetze she lo b'ktubata. That's it. She leaves and she loses her. Why? Because now he gets a bad reputation. Kind of, kind of guys are so married to this lady over here. She doesn't lend stuff out. She doesn't make her children nice clothes. So therefore, if the wife does something that gives the husband a bad reputation, it's also problematic. But in this case over here, you would see below Ketubah. The only question I had is, that what, 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 why, what, 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 what's the problem that she says that I won't... Uh, borrow stuff. I understand that she's saying she's not going to lend stuff. Okay, but she's not going to borrow stuff. I don't know, she's a hero of the neighborhood. She's a great lady. She never borrows it. She never bothers us over here. Why, why is that a, why is that part of the, the pigam over here? Why is that part of the, uh, the claim over there? Unless, unless, unless that's her way to enforce the other one. She can enforce the other one by saying, and I'm not going to borrow. By I'm not borrowing, then I'm not obligated to lend. That's just a mazik. Because if she borrows, then you're very obligated to lend. That's what she's saying. I'm not going to borrow anything, therefore it's going to allow me not to lend anything as well. And therefore, just a mazik, the, the other side. Because if she doesn't say that, the husband can say, ah, she's going to be forced to borrow something, so that doesn't mean anything. She's going to have to break her net in any way, and she's going to have to do it. Imagine when she says both stadim, 
Then anyway, she locked it in, and therefore already it's uh, going to be a, a shemra. <laughs> What does that mean? He's forbidding his wife. It's not a need. It's a, it's a, yeah, yeah. Kudam, kudam. You're forbidden. You're forbidden. That works? No, no, my son. When you make a nede to assess someone to do something. Kunam, 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 you're forbidden to benefit from me. Kunam, I'm no, forbidden. Between us, yeah, but to someone else. In other words, I can, his wife. He can make a nede. I'm, I'm being my dear that you cannot borrow. He could, that works? Kunam, yeah, kunam this, whatever you want. Or he, he attaches it to something. Kunam, you won't be able to, 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 to eat, let's say. power to do it. He can make a, a net. You want to have this benefit over there? Kunam, you can't sit on the couch and uh, if you're going to lend a uh, uh, daddy can. If it's his assets, he can. He's, he's, he's attaching a net to something that he's able to do. There's, 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 there's a note on it, right? Read it. We shouldn't discuss how the husband is empowered to make such a net. Uh, Among other possibilities, he vowed that if she visit her father, then she will become forbidden to benefit from the property or from good in our relations. Generally, it is if the wife who uttered the vow and the husband confirmed it. Right. She confirmed it herself. She did it. Right. She gave it herself. He and just he kept quiet. So they call uh, that Madir uh, Tishto. Because right. before right. we had it, that's, that's, that's not where that worked. That's right. considered him or her. Right. Well, yeah, but who, who put the finger in the mouth? Right. These alternative explanations hinge in turn on the disagreement between Rav and Shmuel. Right, so above. Right. Beautiful. Although a husband is, on, is only empowered to know that involves self-denial. Okay, fine. So, 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 so those, are the, those are the two ways. Either he made the nether and he hinged it to something else that he has rights to hinge it to. Or she hinged or it to Or she hinged it and he kept quiet. Right. Okay. Very good. Okay, now we get to the famous Mishnah. Uh, it's... Uh, the Mishnah of Elu Yotzot Shelo Bechtuva. The following ladies, uh, they go out, a divorce, and they lose their Ketuva. Ha'overet al-Dat Moshe v'Yehudit. Okay, so they're going against what's called Dat Moshe, I guess certain laws from the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu, and they're going against certain laws of Dat Yehudit, which is Minhag of Tzidiut, which we'll see exactly what that is. Ve'ezuhi Dat Moshe, what's considered... That Moshe, okay, he's feeding the husband the things that are not uh, that are tithed to the, they didn't take to the what the masrot table basically. So he feeds the husband the table uh, things that are not uh, things that are not kosher, right? Okay, she doesn't tell him, and uh, he's, he's with him when he, she's nida. She doesn't take hala from the dough again table. And she makes the darim, and she doesn't keep the nedarim. Uh, we'll see exactly that's a problem. What is considered that yehudit when the husband is able to divorce her um, and not give a ketubah? That she goes out with her head uncovered. That has to be a tawd sofer over here, right? <laughs> One second. I don't think we go with this Mishnah, right? <laughs> wow, that's just, it's amazing. Get, uh... Where is this from, this Mishnah? All right, we'll have to see if the Gemara takes it. This is, this is, uh, this is something that's uh, surprising. Okay. She goes out to the Shuk with her head uh, uncovered. Okay. She's, uh, she's weaving in the, in the marketplace. Mm, that, that's, that's grounds. Uh, wow. And she's a flirtatious. She talks to everybody. She's not Sanua. 
All right, she curses her in-laws out. Okay, befanav. Cursing, okay, we, we can accept, but don't do it befanav. That's, that's the problem, in front of the husband over there. If she has a, you know, she's a screamer. What's considered a kolanit? The neighbors can hear the uh, the wife yelling from uh, from next door. That's considered already a uh, a kolanit. So she's not able to keep it Gemara says she's feeding him things that are not meusad. What's the case over here? If he knows that the two water masot were not taken, so the frosh, so let him take it. Right, right then and there. And if he doesn't know, how does he know? How does he know that there was no masot taken if, he, if she's giving it to him? I mean, uh, how did he find out ultimately? That's just a technical question. How did he find out? How? She didn't tell him that she's putting it on the table and he eats. So how does he know? If he knows, he knows. Take to the Marshall. He doesn't know. Oh, that's going to be Obviously, you have to say something like that. That's not <laughs> So, what's the case, Martin? Give you a case. So, Gabriel says, La Selicha, the Amra le Ploni Kohenti Kenitakri. Yeah, you should know the queen came over today, he took us to the mort, and he said, no, well, the Mashkiach came back, he's going to take care of it. What? Ve'aziz she'lev ve'shtekach shikra. Then he went to ask the queen, I was never there. Shekha, she's talking. Oh, so that's how he found out. Um shamashto nida. And he's with her when she is nida. Same story. If he knows that she's nida, nefrosh. No, let him, let him abstain. Now, if he doesn't know, nesmoch, he can rely on her. Which means if she comes along and says that she's Torah, the Torah gives her the emanut to say that she's Torah. How do we know that a lady can count the seven days before she goes to the McVeigh? She's a minute. To say that she counted the days, Shneemar Vesafra La Shivaat Yamim La Laatsma. They learn from there, Shne minute. That she doesn't have to tell the husband that she's counting and the husband has to know and find uh, you went to the McVeigh, yeah, she's a minute. So therefore, the man of Shekha. If she the guy knows that she's Nida, problem. And if he doesn't know that she's Nida and she said that she's okay, so then he was okay. What's the problem? Oh, I had a she'elah, and I went to the hakam and I showed him the she'elah, and that, and the rabbi said it's okay. But obviously, he suspected a little. And he went to the rabbi. So my wife came to you today with the hadam. Do I even know what he I guess shikra. Uh, uh, you have to say that adaba. She came with the blood, and I said tame, because we said she didn't come. That still doesn't prove that she's she's lying still. But uh, you know, whatever. She could be she's still tevora. But it could be the guy said he came and actually the blood was uh, was uh, was no good. If, if he has a doubt, shouldn't he ask before? He doesn't have a doubt. Why is he asking? Oh, what 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 what? Because she created the doubt. She said I had a she'ela. Yeah, after the fact, she says I had a, a, a she'ela over here uh, this morning, and the rabbi said it was okay. So he had a she'ela over here. We go. Uh, it's the rabbi. The rabbi said no, 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 shake it. it didn't happen. We buy it, man. In that case, let's say if she says before, 
Right, the Torah gives a ne'emanut, 100%, but he didn't trust that. And that, that's, we just figure out a way of how he was able to uncover before, the fact that she is... He doesn't have to, not obligated. Only if he has a, you know, something in his heart. This could be, could be the last couple of months, the rabbi was metameh, and all of a sudden it says, now it's tahor. Oh, that's strange. I mean, it was tahor. I was in tahor, what happened? In the olden days, there was a, a thing that the neighbors knew when a lady was nida. Why? She would wear certain clothes, and therefore it was evident, that, oh, she's wearing a nida clothes, everybody knew. Then that's Oseka. So the deen is, if she's Oseka nida, if she's established nida amongst the neighbor, then the husband cannot go with her. And therefore... In this case over here, the uh, she she uh, said she's okay, and then uh, after the fact, uh, he found out that uh, yeah, the neighbor said, "What about she was she was nida?" Oh, so this lady over here is a wise guy. She's she, 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 she's 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 me. She's saying that she stood out when she was not. She was Hoseka nida Therefore, she's trouble. Therefore, he's able to divorce because he's causing her to make this. Uh, this. She doesn't take hala. If he knows that she didn't take the hala, so take it. Take it now. So here you see what? You can even take after the hala, the hala is baked. And therefore, mm-hmm. take it now. If he doesn't know, so, and as you know, she says, She says, oh yeah, <coughs> the baker came over, or the, uh, the kneader came over, and he took care of it for me. And he went to ask the Gabal, and he said, <laughs> I didn't come over, and therefore, that's how he found out. And she makes the darim, and she doesn't keep them. Why was that grounds for divorce? Because a person makes the darim, and they don't keep the darim, it causes barmenan children to die when they are children, babies. Don't let your mouth lahti it besarecha. To cause a sin to your flesh and blood. Who's your flesh and blood? The children. So it says in the Pasuk, at the end of the Pasuk it says, Because if God will damage your handiwork, what is the handiwork of a person? His children. So therefore, he has a right to say, she's, she's putting my children at risk over here. She makes the darim and she doesn't keep them. She's an adranit. Therefore, he can get rid of her. Rav Nachman says from over here, a pasuk in Yirmiyah, lasha veketi et benechem. lasha? It sounds like for nothing. But the Gemara says, no, lasha al eskeshav. Because you were, you, were, you were lying or you were, you, were, you were unfaithful to your word. You weren't keeping in the darim. And therefore, keti et benechem. Lasha. Tanya, Rabbi Meir Omer, Kol HaYodaya Be'ishto Shenoderet, the guy knows his wife makes the darim, Be'ena Mekayemet, Ya'zor B'yadirena, so it sounds like over here, uh, let her make the neder again, cause her to make the neder again, Yemara says, what do you mean, cause her to make the neder again, she says, only make things worse, Ya'direna B'may Mitakenna, how's that going to make things better? So Yamara says, no. 
אלא יעזוב ויקניתנה כדי שירתו בפניו ויפה לה. Which means, you know she makes the darim, so provoke her. Provoke her, so therefore she'll make the neder, so you'll hear it. So therefore when you hear that she makes the neder, you'll be able to be mefed the neder, and therefore at least it'll save you. No neder, no neder, no neder, no neder. You know she makes the darim. So therefore, I got to figure out a way that I can hear the nedarim. So she doesn't make them on her own, and therefore he's not going to know. So therefore provoke her. You're going to have to make the nether. And, there. The and now, you, now you know. You break it right, right on the that spot. One. That one. At least at least it's a way you'll know that she's making the darim. It's provoking to make the nether. Uh, she has, she has a way to make the darim. So just do it in a way. She made one already. <coughs> You're saying, how do, you, how do you fix a wife that makes the darim? Provoke her to make the darim. And you'll always be able to hear that she made the nether in front of you. And therefore, you always you have a way. You can't make the stam, hafaran, all the darim she says. No, you have to hear it. So therefore, that's a way. So the Yabara says, what are you talking about? So therefore he's got to what? He's always provoking her to make the darim. You can't live like that. And what about when he's not around? So the Yabara says, You can't live with a snake in the same basket. Why? Because if you take your mind off the snake for a second, he bites you. The same thing will be able. If you take your mind, you go to the bathroom for a second, you made an end in, and that's it. You're stuck with us. So therefore... <laughs> this solution over here is not gonna is not gonna help over here. You, 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 you can't live with, when somebody's a snake finished. You can't live with a snake. That's the basic rule over here. The Gemara says Tanya Rabbi Yehuda Omer Kol Yehuda Be'Ishto She'Enak Kotzal Lo Chala. You know that the husband the lady doesn't take Chala. Yazor Ve'Yafish Achaleha. So what's the difference? So take Chala uh, every time uh, uh, you know after uh, uh, she, she she gives you the bread and eat it. So you can't live like that. And Adam Why? I might forget what time. Then they make a new rule over there. Live with a lady. She's always bringing you stuff that's not the kosher, and you have to figure out how to do it. You can't live like that. You're gonna forget once. So says, "Man So according to the opinion that gave the takana by Hafrashat Chala, which is the Biuda, he just told you what make the tikkun by Hafrashat Chala. Because hala is what happens every day. So if he's telling you that you have to make the takana every day, so certainly he'll tell you that on a less frequent item, which is easier, certainly you should make a takana. That you should make the takana every day. Therefore, if, if on a daily basis, which makes fresh bread every day, we're telling you to make the fix, so certainly he'll tell you to make the fix on things that are less frequent. But the opinion that says make the fix on the darim, but when it comes to bread that she makes fresh bread every day, you might forget. So therefore, you cannot uh, obligate the guy <coughs> to take challah every single time he eats. Now we get to the next. The Ezwi, that Yehudit, what's considered that she's overed on that Yehudit? That she goes out and her head is uncovered. So it sounds like that that calls like a humrah. That Yehudit, like, you know, the, the custom of... Uh, of Jewish ladies. So the Gabra says, what are you talking about over here? A lady that goes out with her hair uncovered, that is Isur Deoraita. What does it say by the lady? <coughs> that is a sota. When they come to the Beit HaMikdash, so they, Kohen, one of the things to humiliate her is, is he pulls off her head covering. What's the implication? Yeah, that her hair was, was covered. Her uh, hair was covered and she's a sota. 
ותנא דבי ישמעאל, רבי ישמעאל טרוט, אזהרה לבנות ישראל שלא יצאו בפירוע ראש. Right? The fact that it says Upara, so the Torah is assuming that it should be a Dhamosh. Right, right. That's exactly the right question. Why, why are you putting that in Yehudit section, which sounds like a Minhag? <coughs> this is more Moses. It's written in the Bible. Read the Rashi of Yehazara. on the Amut. Right, Mashi came to law. We're doing Midah Kenegad Midah. You came to make yourself beautiful to the adulterer. So what are we going to do now? We're going to shame you. How do you shame her? You pull off her head covering. That means what she was covering her head. That's the first one. I'm sorry. The first one is It must be that's an Azhara because... No, I guess normally what? Normally we're not allowed to be menavel somebody. We're only being menavel her because she was, was acted in a, in, a, in a promiscuous way. And therefore the fact that you're being menavel by, by, by being parado so The fact I, that it's considered nihul, obviously. Right. So obviously it's what I say. Right, she can't be in normally. Right. Right, and then he says over another interpretation, Upara, right, you will reveal. When she came to Beit HaMikdash, head was covered. So what's the, what's the lady going to answer? Yeah, when she comes to shoes, she covers her head. When she came to Beit HaMikdash, she put a, she put a doina on her head, and that's it, when outside of shoes. And she likes that one the best. Okay. <coughs> so now the Gemara comes along and says, okay. Kalta Shapir Dame. That's right. Which means, Torah, it's enough for us just to put a Kalta. What is Kalta Dashi? Sal, she is from the Lamata, Bet Kibul, the Holmober Oshah, Bet Kibul, the Lamata, the Tetpo, the Kushan. In a Torah, let her take a basket, wicker basket, drop it on her head, then she covers her head. That's it, literally, covers her head. We're a pot cover. So Yomara says, what's that Yehudit come and do then? That Yehudit comes along and says, which means, when you put the covering, a uh, bucket on your head, you can still see some hair maybe, and stuff like that. So that, that, but that's enough. The Torah didn't say you have to be, or uh, whatever. But the Dachu Yudit comes along and says, no, you got to cover it with a, you know, like a, 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 a cloth where you're not seeing any hair at all. So that's the two things over there. So, and, and, and the Torah, Gemara's Mishnah saying <coughs> that this, this lady in the Mishnah, she walks out with a basket on her head. She's not, she's not uh, you know what I'm saying? She's wearing a basket on her head, but she doesn't wear the, <coughs> you know, she doesn't wear the extra to cover. That's already over there, that, that, that Yudit. Too strict. That she, <laughs> nothing. Okay, so that you need a filu kalta name. Amar of Ase, Amar of Yohanan, kalta en ba mishum peruarosh. Aha, 
So the Gemara says that if a lady goes out with a basket on her head, so that's not considered that she's transgressing, uh, uncovering uh, even, that, even that Yehudi. That's what it sounds. So the Gemara is going to question. Haviba. Rabbi Zerah. Rabbi Zerah is questioning. Hecha. Where is she going out with this basket? If she's going out to the shuk, without covering her head, just with this basket over there, you're right, she's not doing that Moshe, but we just said, that Yehuditi. It's that Yehudit. The Minhagas, the ladies don't, uh, don't wear that. Ve'ela behaser. Wow. So it must be talking about when she's in her, her own courtyard over there. So in the courtyard, it was okay for to wear basket. <laughs> the basket. See, the Gemara says, Ela um, behaser. Uh, I guess well, there's not so many people that are, that are over there, so there's not going to be a problem of that Yehudit. Now, uh, but it sounds like that even in her courtyard, she's got to put a covering on. So that means we thought only when she goes out into the street, she has to cover her hair. Now she's in her backyard. Nobody's around. And still we're telling her what? <coughs> okay, you might not have to put <coughs> cloth on your head, but you have to wear at least the basket. So look at what's impossible. Imken, You're going to have divorces every single day. Because if you're going to come and tell me that even that is considered that Moshe, that she has to cover her head in the house when she's in the courtyard, so then there's going to be guillotine every single day. Guy's going to come back, she's sitting by the pool in the backyard alone, and she has her hair uncovered. Huh? Uh, that Moshe. And what's going to end up happening? Moshe. Uh, get. And then, and then it's going to cause a... Uh, it's going to cause a get. Hey, don't Moshe. Yeah, absolutely. Good. I'm about to be here. So you got the question over here? A, 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 a lady can't live like this. That what? Always have to be Cause, so careful. So careful. It's hard to be careful. Yeah. Own yeah. If, if that's, if that's Is the own chassid like the house? Or, 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 backyard. 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 Private. Her own, her own courtyard, her own courtyard. Okay. So Because it's gonna, if that triggers a divorce, <laughs> there's going to be divorces uh, every Monday and Thursday. Amar Abayev, Yetim and Afkana, Mechasel, Lechasel, Vederech, Mavoy. That's it. That's what she's in her backyard. She's going from courtyard to courtyard via the Mavoy. Okay, that. even though it is a private area in the sense that it's not a true Tanabim, but that already is, you know, you're going out. Mm-hmm. That already you need a, uh, you might not need the, the, the cloth, but you need at least a basket. You know, she quick, she wants to run from Hatset she's borrowing something. Mm-hmm. So she goes to one Hatset to borrow something, runs back, she goes through the Mavui, which is like an open to the true Tanabim area, and goes to the other one. That's already a, but in the Hatset itself, uh, it sounds like she'll be, uh, she'll be okay. All right, here's the, here's the big, uh, big sugyot over here, the left tack. Okay, v'tova bashuk. Okay, what's the problem if a lady is weaving? She's not playing cards, she's weaving. What do you want from her? She's, uh, uh, you're supposed to weave uh, for your husband. She's making sweaters, five she's making sub. He said five salaim, whatever it was. Oh, elbows are showing. Oh, look at this. That means when she's when she's weaving, her sleeves go up, and therefore you see her arms. Right. Sitting with the shoe. 
Because that's, that's normal. That's normal. That's normal. That's that's normal. What happens that when she weaves, the the sleeves move up, and therefore you see it over there. This is that Yehudit. This is that Yehudit. This is that Yehudit. Yeah, Zerotir, Zerotir. Which part of Zerotir? Pate Zerotir. Him lechavim. Aras. She has. She has. She has wide. Uh, um, sleeves. So when she sticks her hand, you can see in the you know her hands over there when she's moving her hands up and down wow. over there. So she has she has modest clothes on, but the exercise that she's doing causes it to look uh, to look modest. Exactly. That's why it's all good. So and it's all right. It falls back or something like that. Okay, but we're not talking about girls jogging on Osher Parkway. That's yeah. nothing, that's that's not it. This is talking about she's weaving and her hands just move a little. Don't. Don't learn from this other things. It's what the Gemara says. Instead of what you can't extrapolate. Yeah, if a lady's running on Osho Parkway in public and for a truth that with a head cover, just running, jogging, as long as she's dressed modest, I think that's uh, not provocative or anything. It's exercise. But just don't, don't, don't. She shouldn't sit at a park bench and start weaving. Then... Then that's that's federal crime. Then we're gonna get that. No, 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 no weave stop. No Unbelievable. Shows you how far the botai we veered from from what what, what what the Torah expects us and what society has just you know said. It's normal. Rav Chazda Amar Avimi betovah verad keneged paneha. So now what happens over here? Different. Unbelievable. This is again uh, provocative. When she's when she, when she's weaving, so she, the, the 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 yarn or the the spool falls to her to her legs on her legs. She's dressed, but it's provocative that it falls beotamakom, and that causes the people to look at the the ball of yarn, but that's really sitting on her lap. So that's already that that's already a problem because it's provocative. So she's dressed. Look at my lady, when she has a head covering and she has a skirt down to her leg. Yeah. No, arms not showing. Arms not showing. Nothing showing over there. But well, you're putting attention over there, right? But to wear a sweatshirt that says Nike across your uh, <laughs> no, no, that's not going to call attention, I think, because we're used to that already. But that's, I mean, just you don't. You can't draw attention by putting a, a ball of yarn on your lap. That's attention. But to put a big, you know, uh, a sweatshirt with words on it. That's what they're saying. They're saying over there, you're not allowed to draw attention to the private parts of the body. <coughs> so that's why when a lady's wearing things that uh, you read or something like that, mm. that cause attention. And she'll say, it's not yarn. It actually is. How do you <laughs> exactly, Jude, as it is. Because you have a good point. But the point, point is, Point is, it, 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 these are not hokim over here. That, that's the point. You think these are hawks? Not a hawk. There's a logic behind this over here. There's a logic over here. When I told the, when I told the the, the, the mother of the bride once, I said, uh, you know, this is uncomfortable for me. I have to tell you now. But you know, under the chupa, I, I don't even say nothing. We went to the dressmaker. They made us all shawls. Uh, beauty, okay, beauty. That, that you saved me from even having to say it. No, we know. We're respectful. We know. Come to the wedding. See-through shawls. <laughs> so, so I told the lady, I said, I, what did you think? Shawl! So they have no clue even why. They think it's like a, it's like a singular. Yeah. They're probably saying it's a shawl. They don't know what the reason is. 
Nobody connects that the shore is the cover up. No, the shore is inyan. It's an inyan. It's just sigulale shalom bay. Just put some type of. So that there's no, there's a disconnect in 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 All right. I think there should be a question. I don't think we're ready for it yet, but in the future we should sit down and say, should we start teaching kids siniut? I don't think we're ready for it now, maybe because, you know, but maybe, maybe one day in the future, maybe that should be a discussion. Should we teach them or should we just let them figure it out? Let them figure it out. The problem is, I don't think they're figuring it out. That's the problem. I don't think they're figuring it out. We, we, might, have to, we might have to teach them one day this. I, 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 I hate to say it, but we might have to do this. We might have to teach in the open. All right. <clears throat> Okay, so this is a this is already grounds over here. Umedaberet in kol adam, so she's talkative, it's flirtatious. Okay, so she's talking. Uh, <coughs> she's talking to the young boys, uh, things that are not necessary. Um, He says, Oshema Aricha Imam. Right, she's, she, maybe sorry, you have to say something sometimes. You have to say it, but she's talking a little too, too much over here. Okay. And what if she kisses other men? Mm. Doesn't say it. No, doesn't say it. Again, doesn't say it. Right, she I didn't talk. That's what I bet it. I didn't talk. This is a married girl or a single girl? Married girl. Married girl. Amar Ava Bar Hana Zimna Hada Havak Azina. Batre the Rav Ukba. One time I was walking behind the Rav Ukba, Hazite Lahi Arabiya, and I saw a uh, Arab lady, the Havai Adva. She was sitting, Kashadya Pilcha, and uh, she was uh, weaving with her, uh, her spindle and a spool over there. Vitova Virad Keneged Paneha. And uh, she had the uh, spool or the spindle on her lap. When she saw us, she took it and she threw it away. Amrali, she said, "Ulam, havli pelach. Give me my pelach that fell." Amar ba Rav Ukba milta. So Rav Ukba said something uh, that this is like a. Genai is over here. Uh, a girl would not do such a thing over there. If a girl did such a thing like this, uh, she would be yotzed belokituba. It's considered overet ardat. So the Gemara says, "My amarba." What, what, what did he see over here? Ravina Amar tova bashuk. Okay, and she was doing that in the marketplace. Amarba. That was the issue that he saw. Like we said, verad the keneged paneh, but I'm not the beret in kol adam. That was it. Young boy, which which he saw. Pick me up my. What are you talking? If a Jewish girl would do that, we throw her out. She shouldn't be. Uh... There's a there's a there's a sefer worth, worth, worth your uh, attention. You saw the emunah. It's written by uh, this man's uh, great grandfather, Yaakov Shalom. He had very outspoken opinions on on modesty. Anybody's interested, Adam will get us a copy of it. 
מבו הוביד את יסוד האמונה, בכלל מיעקב קצין עד אבא שלום. יולדיו בפניו, אוקיי, מקלל את יולדיו בפניו. אמר רב יהודה אמר שמואל, ומקלל את יולדיו בפני מולדיו. So he's cursing, um, he's not cursing his parents uh, in front of him, but uh, in front of the children. It means יולדיו. That's also uh, grounds. וסימנך, אפרים ומנשה, כראובן ושמעון יהיו לי. ואפרים ומנשה, who are the grandchildren of Yaakov, are considered the children of Yaakov, they're like the Oven and Shimon. So too, so the children of the Baal are considered like the Baal themselves. The second generation is like the first generation. So therefore, if you curse, <coughs> if you curse the parents in front of the children, it's like you're cursing in front of the husband. And therefore, cursing in front of the husband, we said, was grounds. And therefore, uh, you cannot do that as well. Ephraim and Menashe, Kirubim and Shimon, you have a Rashi on that? Bemekalilet yodav b'fnei moladav kilomad, b'fanav dematnitin, lo temal b'fanav mamash, ela afilo mekalilet aviv shel ba'al b'fnei beno shel ba'al. V'simanech Ephraim and Menashe. V'pasuk zeh yehelecha siman al meshnatenu, l'zkor al yado de b'fanav dematnitin, רבי טלפון אומר, אף הקולנית. מהי קולנית? אמר רבי יהודה אמר שמואל, במשמעת קולה על הסכת תשמיש. אז זה לא, they hear her voice during תשמיש. And that already is embarrassing to the husband. Therefore יוצא בלא כתובה. ומניתה תנא ומשמשת בחסר זו ונשמע קולה בחסר אחרת. וואו, I guess the pain of the תשמיש is so strong that they can hear her from one חסר to another. So that's considered like our 
a moon. She has a holy of Tashmish. It hurts. And therefore, why, why, why they should count that into the... Because we're going to discuss uh, uh, Mumin. In the next Mishnah, it's going to discuss the different blemishes. So the Gebarah says, Ela uh, must be the first interpretation that they hear uh, not screaming in Tashmish of pain, but talking or making noise during the Tashmish. And that is the... That is the Yama. It's not in Yana of a pain. Because that would be already a Yan of, um, of uh, Mumin. Read that she. Uh, so they, they hear the fighting on the Tashmish subject. <laughs> she has an ona that uh, she's not allowed to be with the husband and so on and so no, forth. They're arguing about it. The neighbors hear this. Uh, they, 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 they go again. Right, you're embarrassed. Right. Okay, we'll stop here and we'll finish the